Before we begin, I would like to invite our listeners to a presentation I will be giving for the American Society of Dowsers on Tuesday, October 19 at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The title of the presentation is Attracting Synchronicities, Breaking the Cycle of Emotional Attachments. The presentation will be held on Zoom and registration is $20 for people who are not members of the American Society of Dowsers, but if you decide to become a member, registration is free. The presentation will take about 45 minutes followed by a Q&A where you will have the opportunity to ask me questions. I hope you can join me. And now for today's podcast. Welcome to High Vibes. I am your host, Bill G, with co-host Nina G. At High Vibes, we're looking into what it means to be a fourth dimensional being in an ever-changing world. We hope that by listening to this podcast, you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now for today's podcast. Hello and welcome to Hi Vibes. I'm Bill G and I'm here with Nina. And today is a special episode. We're going to be talking about a show we've been watching on Hulu. It's called Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. We found this in this show extremely interesting. And we wanted to talk to you about it today because it really falls into what we do in terms of the um, bringing in synchronicity into our lives. So really that's what we're talking about today is synchronicity, being in the flow, finding those things that are making, that lead you to a better life, no matter how wild and crazy it might be, and just going with it. Even the finding of this episode was very interesting for us because uh, Nina is the one who finds these things on Hulu or in the world, in, in entertainment or whatever. And then uh, you get this compulsion, this this voice in your head that's telling you, you need to watch this. Yeah, either it's a, either it's a really loud voice or it is a, uh, like it becomes brighter against the rest of the objects around it, like say a book in a, in a bookstore. Or it just becomes something uh, that I stumble across that I find really, really fascinating and I just can't help but do it. Right, right. And, and, and so those are interesting synchronistic moments where uh, life is showing you something and then you say, yes, I'm going to actually do that thing because it is being presented to me. It's brighter. It's novel. It's, it's something weird that just kind of pops in and you're like, whoa, I didn't see that two seconds ago. Right, right. And so watching this TV show was one of those types of moments. So the way this this kind of popped into my life is um, a bunch of years ago when we were still living in Kentucky, I had come across the book um, written by Douglas Adams, who's a great, uh, very funny, very witty author in his own right. He was the author of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. And I liked Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but I wasn't necessarily drawn um, to, to keep, you know, moving on throughout his book, you know, collection. But here it was in front of me and I picked it up and 
at the time I could only read a couple pages and then I'd have to put it down and I'm a really avid reader so it's odd for me to be attracted to something and then not be able to get through it in a day or so. So in this case, every time I really wanted to read it, but every time I pick it up, I just couldn't process the information or, or whatever. So I put it down and I figured when the time was right, I would pick it up again. And then I guess it was like 2016, um, the show came out on BBC uh, starring Elijah Wood and it looked so great. And I put it on my list and, and again, like I just wasn't, really inspired to watch it until now and now is actually the perfect time because it has everything to do with what we are learning about what we have been talking about is the exact perfect time to hear it and this is exactly what Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency is all about. So let's talk a bit about the characters the um, the Elijah Wood character his name is Todd and Todd has been kind of bumbling through life. He's been um, constantly in a state of reaction. He's lazy. He um, is constantly trying to just put out fires in his life and just get by from day to day. And he's not a very nice person, but at the same time, we feel sympathy for him because we can relate to his plight. He's so very miserable. Right. And most of us are very miserable because we keep reacting. We Life presents us with something, we re react. And he reacts out of fear. He re reacts out of a sense of scarcity. And so then um, his life is just a complete, total mess to the point where he final, when he finally meets Dirk gently, he has no money, no apartment, nowhere to live and he has made his parents broke and he has lied to his sister his entire life i mean we're, we're talking about a real loser character here but we love him because he's us he kind of represents the beginning of the of this very interesting continuum continuum of characters in this show um he has a sister amanda who has a really interesting and bizarre uh illness which makes her feel things in a really bad way. And, and so she could just be talking and breathing. And then all of a sudden she feels as though she is drowning and her body's reacting like she is drowning. So it's a very scary thing. She feels like she can't leave the house. Um, she needs a lot of help. And whereas Todd lives his life through reacting to whatever life kind of gives him, Amanda lives her life kind of controlled right. by what life gives her. Exactly. Exactly. And we can all relate to this also. You know, we have jobs outside uh, if we're not an entrepreneur. And, you know, we are at the whim of being fired, um, let go, laid off, you know, and we just kind of have to accept yeah. that. Yeah. And in, in fact, the very first episode, Todd gets fired from his job just for being in the wrong place at the wrong time because the because the boss just can't deal with it. <laughs> and so now we have the character of Dirk Gently, who um, is not the brightest guy in the world, but he goes through life with this kind of foolish wisdom. You know, in, in the archetypes, he's the, the quintessential fool where he is just going with the flow 
and allowing things to happen. And he's always in the right place at the right time. And this is why he calls himself a holistic detective, because he feels as though wherever he is drawn to, whatever comes to him, wherever place he finds himself in, he is inherently an integral part of whatever is going on there and all the people that are involved. And since he knows this, he knows he's in the right place at the right time all the time. Right. And so now we have this other character too. My favorite character of all time of any show ever, the holistic assassin. She is so clear about who she is. She is an assassin. And that could be an archetype in its own right in the way that she lives it. This is all that she does. She's hyper-focused. And the thing is, is that because she is an assassin and she feels as though this is her biggest goal in life is to do this job, no matter who is in her path, whoever is drawn to her, whoever she is drawn to, she feels as though they need to die because they are around her and she is the assassin. And when we're talking about archetypes in the other podcast a few weeks back, we were talking about how if you're a healer, you have to have people who are sick. So it's almost like you make sick people in order for you to play out the role of the healer. Well, here she is an assassin. So there are people that need to be killed and they are going to come around her for that very purpose. She does not get hurt. She can't be hurt because she is only there to kill. And as long as she provides this service to humanity, yeah, she is completely in the flow and nothing can touch her. Right. And, and also the everybody she kills all deserves to die. They I mean, all deserve to die. Because yes, she these never are... kills anyone that, that did not need it. She, she randomly runs across a guy on the street and she kills him. And it turns out the guy was like a serial killer and he had like, you know, people buried in his basement and whatever, when they went to go check out his house. So, so she kind of represents um, almost the, 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 the end of um, the continuum here of characters. There is a, a group of characters that drives around in a black van and they have baseball bats and they just like break up and, and just trash wherever they're going. They are, um, what are they? Uh, incubuses. Yeah, they're incubuses. Uh, they're so focused on whatever it is that they're doing. They, um, feed, they feed on fear and chaos. Yeah, and, and fear and chaos is everywhere. So they just come in randomly when you least expect it, when you most expect it. Like when something bad is happening or you're feeling, you know, they, they come in and they, they feed on that. And you think they're going to kill you, but they don't. In fact, they just kind of create more of a chaos and control from outside on, on the people's lives that they interact with. Mm -hmm. It's very, very interesting. What we love about this show is it shows us a kind of a better way to look at life. When we're in the flow and we see opportunities as they present themselves and we bring in those synchronistic events and we just kind of say yes to them and we kind of move forward with them, good things start to happen in our lives. New opportunities grow. Another really cool celebrity author that I, I really enjoyed reading was Bill Shatner. And Bill Shatner wrote a chapter called The Power of Yes in his autobiography. And 
basically, the, and that kind of changed my life too, because here he was, he was, you know, he was Jim Kirk and then he was TJ Hooker. And then his career just kind of took a downward slide from there because he was allowing his, um, his ego to get in the way of the kind of jobs that he would take. And then one day he just decided that he was just going to say yes to whatever opportunity came along. And so this uh, Priceline commercial thing came along. This, this gig where he plays this kind of bumbling fool that goes and talks about how you can save on hotels. And that, he decided to say yes to it. And that led to getting a job on Boston Legal, to which he won an Emmy for. And that led to other opportunities and other opportunities after that. And it totally moved his career in a completely different direction. And, you know, now he's, you know, famous again. Well, we got from uh, watching the show at the exact right moment is that if we can slow down and be more aware of what's happening around us, we can see more and more of these synchronicities as they come in. Um, an example was yesterday. You were very busy doing work yep. and you were getting really kind of caught up in it. And, um, you know, I could tell you were a little panicked with the sheer amount of work that you really have to get done in a very short period of time. And as we were talking about it, our son comes in and says, hey, dad, you know, you want to come play with us for a little bit? And uh, the cat really wanted to go outside. There were a lot of things that were saying we're pulling your attention off of your work and saying hey put it over here and relax slow down spend some time outside spend some time just doing something fun and you went and you actually did those things um but i think if uh you know normally maybe you wouldn't have and i think by slowing down and by uh taking that time just to kind of get your mind off what you were doing you were able to get more space in your work and complete more that day. Right, exactly. Um, and yeah, and so by the end of the day, I was a lot more relaxed. Um, I mean, I didn't get my to-do list, didn't get um, taken care of, you know, maybe as much as I would like, but at the same time, the work that I actually did was good. Yeah, and maybe it wouldn't have been otherwise because you're just too in it in that in that moment. Right. And, and, you know, people think that these synchronicities that we talk about, especially like when, when Bill does clearing work to help people see that, um, they're going to be these big, huge things. Like they're going to be able to see so very clearly what it is that their path is uh, of what they need to be doing next. But that's really just not necessarily the case. You could come and see these big, huge things like, oh, there it is. And I'm, I'm totally clear. I know exactly what I need to be doing right now. But most of the time, it is just uh, clearing away the blocks to be able to see the little things that come in every four to six seconds. Um, the people at Dominer in Italy have done extensive research on this topic over the last 30, 40, maybe even more years. And um, they have said that on average, each person receives about four synchronicities every four to six seconds. So these are four things that come in every, you know, a few seconds that are new, novel, 
And um, just outside your four to six seconds of whatever you're looping right now. So like, as we're sitting here, we're doing this podcast and, um, you know, nothing has really changed, but before um, the cat was scratching at the door, that's a new novel thing. The first recording of this uh, podcast, we, after getting done talking about it and getting it all in the can and whatever, we go back and listen to the recording and you know, the, the recording went wrong. Uh, something went wrong with the equipment. And so we're, this is actually the second recording of this episode. Right. Something completely new that has never happened before. Um, when you can stop and take a look at all of these new things that are coming in, if you can see most of them, uh, you'll start to see a pattern of where you need to be going. Um, and sometimes those patterns are completely outside of what you think it should be. They could be opportunities uh, to learn a new skill that is not really related to whatever it is you're doing right now, but you feel a strong compulsion to learn them. Yeah, like uh, for the last several months and right now, I've had this desperate need to learn how to make pop-up books and learn all the mechanics that, that are involved in them. Um, I've always been kind of interested in that, but I've never had this drive to actually go do it. And um, when COVID started, I just jumped into all these art classes, which is something I've always wanted to do. And here, because of COVID um, and everything being on the internet, I really had the opportunity to learn from amazing people all over the world. I never had that before. So I dived like right into art and now I'm doing this and um, I have no idea where this is actually going to take me. But a good example of where some of the that learning has already taken you is that when you were like taking those figure drawing classes, when you were doing those graphic design classes to learn how to use Procreate better, um, you had no idea what you were going to be using that for. But then after we created the time temple charts and you were designing them on Procreate, you, were, you learned some skills on how to actually do it. So we actually were put, able to put together a very high quality product because you had the skills to do it, even though at the time you learned the skills, you didn't know why you were learning them. And actually it solved a huge problem um, learning uh, Procreate and uh... Um, some of these other programs, it, it solved the problem of creating these fan charts. Um, it, it's so very, very hard to do unless you have Photoshop. And then even then there's a tutorial and, and you know, it's difficult. Um, there's not too many programs, that, programs out there that actually allow you to make very nice fan charts. So it really, it led to that. Yeah. And then we needed uh, illustrations for our book and you know, you took a figure drawing class. Yeah, I took all these art classes and it really uh, boosted my confidence as far as drawing. I've always drawn since I was four years old, but um, I really never got into it. Mm -hmm. um, and now the figures that you draw are proportional and beautiful and they work so well and they're original. So, you know, it's not like we have to, you know, ask somebody else to do this for us. And I don't know where the pop-up books are going to take me, but because the, this compulsion to learn is bringing me so much joy, I'm going through with it. I'm really learning and I'm, I'm really diving into it every single day. So there has to be some sort of purpose that I can't see, but I'm following it because this is what my environment is presenting me with.
And so when it comes to inviting in synchronicities in your life, it is not necessary that you know what the end goal is or know what the, what this is, how this is going to apply to my overall goal. Say that you have an overall goal. I'm going to bring more abundance in my life and you are inspired to learn basket weaving. And you're like, I'm not going to learn basket weaving. That's silly. That has, what does that have to do with bringing abundance to my life? And so you say no. And so then you don't know, you don't know where that could have led you. But maybe that basket weaving could have led you to take a class somewhere and meet someone that becomes such an integral part of your life. Maybe, you know, a new partner or maybe a very valuable teacher or someone who brings you something into your mind that you really never thought about before and changes the entire course of your life, thus bringing in abundance. So what blocks us from seeing those opportunities or even seizing on those opportunities. And the biggest thing that blocks us are what we call emotional attachment. And emotional attachment is when we throw our emotions onto a singular outcome that we are expecting or that we think that we want, and we ignore everything else. And that blocks us from those synchronicities that want to come in that we really should be saying yes to. In our next podcast, we're actually going to be talking about manifesting something versus dreaming something in. And this goes so well with this topic because those two are related, but very dissimilar in the way that you go about moving something into your life. Right. And so um, if you want to explore what are your emotional attachments that are preventing you from saying yes to your better life? Because that's what's really happening here. Your better life is calling you in these small, seemingly insignificant synchronistic moments. These little signposts that you, you put out there. This is not someone else putting them out there for you. The environment mirrors back to you what you are projecting out. And so we say no to these things because it's not fitting into some paradigm or some archetype that we are holding on to. So in the work that we do with the charts, we figure out what are those emotional attachments? What are those archetypes that we're holding on to, those constructs? And we clear them. We get them out of the way so that way we can invite these things into our life so you can have a better life experience. And so if you want to experience that for yourself, please go to our website, vitalbioenergetics.com slash book online. And then at that point, you can book a session. Um, you can request a uh, online, a free 30-minute consultation. We get to know each other. You get to tell me what's going on with you. And we figure out whether or not this is a good fit. And then we do some sessions together so that way, you can figure out what it is that is blocking you so we can let it go and you can invite more abundance, more happiness into your life as we raise our vibration into this next paradigm that we're moving into. So thank you very, very much for listening. And if you get a chance to check out the Dirk Gently's Holistic 
uh, detective agency. It is available on Hulu. Uh, there's two seasons and it's a ton of fun to watch. Um, and so I, I highly recommend it. So thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information about Bill and Nina G, please visit our website at www.vitalbioenergetics.com. See you next time.